This is the Igris here, and today is Gimel Tammuz. And because today is Gimel Tammuz, we are going to do a special episode. We're going to depart from one day from our volume, uh, from volume Chav Ches, from letters from the year Tavshin Lamed Gimel, and look at an Indian that I hope is Shaykh the Gimel Tammuz, or I hope at least is meaningful enough that we can fabreng about it on Gimel Tammuz. I have here two letters from volume three of Igris. So early letters, letters from the year Tavshin Yud. Uh, before the Rebbe accepted the Nesias, but after the Istalkas of the Friedrich Rebbe. And I also have some sikhas here for you. Mainly one sikha we're going to look at is from Teres Menachem. It's the first volume, and you'll be able to find it on page 33 of volume one of Aleph. And I have another one that we're going to look at also, but only for uh, only for a smaller point. That's not the main sikha we're looking at today. The idea, I don't know. Instead of telling you the idea, how about I read the idea to you instead of giving you the overview? I don't want to give everything away at the beginning. The Rebbe here receives, uh, he writes back a letter that has multiple parts to different people, as a matter of fact. In these PSs down here, if you look in the footnotes, you'll see that different ones are written to different people. One of them is Shlomo Chaim, Kesselman. And uh, this last bit down here at the bottom of the letter is written to Zaman Duchman. Schneer Zaman Duchman. People should know Zaman Duchman. I assume we know him a little bit. He's a pretty famous character in Chabad history. Let me give you a quick, a quick background of who he is, because that's actually very important for the one sentence that ever writes to him in the year Tav Shinyud. Zaman Duchman's uh, grandfather was a Yeshiv in Lubavitch by the Tzamech Tzedek. So he goes back. Uh, he, Zaman Duchman used to visit the Rebbe Rashab in Rostov for Yom Noraim. Uh, after that, he became very close to the Friedrich Rebbe, and he moved to Leningrad to be closer to the Friedrich Rebbe when the Friedrich Rebbe moved to Leningrad. So he moved with him to Leningrad. When he was in Leningrad, that's where he met Reb Levick, and he actually spent a bit of time with Reb Levick. Reb Levick had visited Leningrad for a couple days or a couple weeks, I'm not sure exactly how long, but during that time, Zaman Duchman uh, left quite an impression on him. He wrote later on in his life about his time with the Reblevik, so it wasn't a quick handshake. They actually had multiple discussions. He was beaten and tortured by the Yosevska, as was uh, as was everybody of any stature in that time. However, he was not sent to the Gulag. I am told from a Der Herr article that, uh, that he was tortured so badly that his fingernails never grew back and that they tried to get him to give away the locations, of course, the Chadarim and the secret yeshivas and the underground mikvahs, and he didn't give away a thing. He came to America in the year Tavshin Yud Aleph. So the letter that we're reading, he's probably still in a German uh, displaced persons camp in the year uh, in the year nine, in the year Tavshin Yud, which is when this letter is from, because he didn't come to America until Yud Aleph. He was a regular chazan in 770 on I think Yom Noraim too. I think maybe Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He was a chazan. He was also a Shadar. He was heavily involved in collecting for Kerala Chabad. He was a Shadar also in the in, in Russia beforehand. And uh, the Rebbe deeply encouraged him, as did the Friedrich Rebbe. The Rebbe really spearheaded the project to make sure that he published all of his stories in a sefer called the Sha- Shema Eizen. So there's a sefer, the Shema Eizen, which has very unique stories. I believe the Rebbe was even involved in editing some of these stories. This is all Zaman Duchman. He died in the year Tavshin Lamed. There might be some people on the call who are old enough to remember Zaman Duchman, but I'm not pointing to anybody in particular, and I actually have no idea how years work or when any of you were born. I'm sure you're all exactly the same age as me and do not remember him. In any event, after these talks of the Friedrich Rebbe, Zaman Duchman wrote a letter to the Rebbe, and in the letter, he writes that they need to change the Nusach around the Friedrich Rebbe's name. We don't have this in Igris, but this is in a, this is in a Chura here and there. I found it's also printed in Deher, that this was the letter that he wrote to the Rebbe that the Rebbe's responding to. He wrote that we need to change the Friedrich Rebbe's name after these talks, uh, and maybe I, I think he was saying to remove the Shlita. I think that was what he was uh, what he was implying. But then he puts in parentheses that his grandfather, that was Mordechai of Hummel, who was a Yeshiv by the Tzemach Tzedek, he says his grandfather, even 50 years after the Istalkos, would say the Rebbe Zal Gazan He would say the Rebbe should be well, even about the Tzemach Tzedek, even 50 years after the Tzemach Tzedek Istalkos. But of course, we shouldn't do that. That's what he writes to the Rebbe. 
The Rebbe does not necessarily agree. The Rebbe writes back to him, I received your letter from Chaf Aleph Iyar. You have this on your screen. I hope you'll continue writing down your memories. As we mentioned, that was a project that came from the Friedrich Rebbe and that the Rebbe continued to encourage and ultimately helped edit. The fact that you're afraid to say about the Friedrich Rebbe the year after he's passed, despite the fact that your grandfather was okay saying it 50 years after the passing of the Tzemach Tzedek, which is not in the Minig, Aval Malapachet. It was, what exactly is the fear? What are you afraid of? It's explained in the Igres, in the Igeres HaKedish from the, uh, from the, from the Alter Rebbe, the one that's traditional to read today and also on Yud Shvat, chapter 28, that the life of a tzaddik is a life of faith and of Ava and Yira. Bimkain, who gezunt b'yeser. In that case, he is gezunt b'yeser. In that case, the Friedrich Rebbe is indeed doing very well right now. He is very healthy. Um, extremely healthy. Gezunt b'yeser, v'dayin And those who understand it, those who get it, get it. That if a tzaddik's life is a muna and ava v'yira, there is no reason not to say is al-gazantzayin after his name. So in response to, to, uh, to Rav Dochman, who was concerned about using the phrase al-gazantzayin about the Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe says, don't worry about it at all. As a matter of fact, if anything, he's more gazant now than he was before. There's a letter right after this, that is written to Avram, Mipari, Avram Paris, excuse me, Avram Paris, another famous character in Lubavitch. They write down here that this is uh, in the footnote that it seems that it's a Heisafa to the previous letter. This is the next letter in sequence, and it seems it's a Heisafa. I will add that I'm not completely sure that the, I think that Eva might have intentionally misinterpreted what Avram Paris wrote to him because when I was looking through, when I was looking through the, uh, the letters that apparently Avram Paris wrote to the Rebbe that would have precipitated this letter, it seems to me that Avram Paris was referring to the Rebbe, not the Friedrich Rebbe, and that the Rebbe may have intentionally misread this. But uh, in any case, the Rebbe writes something that is worthwhile for our discussion. I've received your letter from the 25th day of Iyar. I was very happy to read what you wrote. I was very happy to read that you referred to the Friedrich Rebbe as Zain. Once again, I'm pretty sure he was referring to the Rebbe this way, but in any event, we'll continue as the Rebbe is assuming that the uh, that the that the that Rebbe was happy to see the Avram Paris had referred to the Friedrich Rebbe as Al Gazun Zayin. We're moving up. Himash Kozubi Geras Akedish at the end. Ed Simon Chav Zayin. Last time was uh, was it Chav Zayin? Last time one of these is not correct, right? This one says Chav Ches. Which one is it? Okay, Shechai Tzadik Heim Ruchanim Vemuna Veavavira. That the life of a Tzadik is Ruchniyastik. It's Muna. It's Avira. Vidush Tzadik Helech Mechayel Chayel Tamid. And it's known that a Tzadik is constantly going from one level to the next, up, up, up. So if anything, as gesund as he was before, if not more gesund, the Rebbe is once again happy with this phrase that the Rebbe should be well regarding a Rebbe who is not alive in a Gulf Gashmi. This paragraph here would be fun to read some other time, but we're not going to do it right now. This is one of the many times that the Rebbe refused to accept the Nasius. That is, Avram Paris wrote to him, come on, be Rebbe, and the Rebbe explains in a paragraph here why he's not going to do it right now. He says, uh, you're, 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 uh, uh, I'm, I'm unable to do what you're asking of me. In any event, we have two letters. I don't know of any others. We have two letters where the Rebbe talks about how excited he is about the phrase Zayn, used after the used after the or as part of the title, the suffix of a Rebbe who was nistalic. And then he mentions it in a sicha. So we have a sicha from shortly after receiving these letters. There's a sicha from Heshchedish Sivan of Tavshin Yud. And the Rebbe mentions it in passing and then gets into it a little bit deeper. I want us to read that together. At the top, though, there's just a, a really nice point at the very top that we can't miss, which is that... Uh, in this, in the paragraph right before he'd written, the Rebbe had been speaking about how somebody had helped the free the Rebbe pay for seven seventy. But then he adds, any hashba we have from a Rebbe exists now. It exists now even after these Even though in the middle 
We've, the thing of Yud Shvat happened. The event of Yud Shvat occurred. But the fact Yud Shvat does not have any impact on the Ashpah of the Rebbe Shiyashnam Gamata, which he has right now. And even now, he's not coming to receive from us. He's coming to give to us. We can expect the Ashpah from Rebbe even after the Yistalkos. And obviously that is just as Shaykh when it comes to Gimel Tamas as it did by Yud Shvat. The Rebbe writes about Yud Shvat. The Yud Shvat happened. But we shouldn't expect any interruptions in our hashpah. We'll be receiving the exact same and maybe more hashpah than we did it beforehand. Okay, here is the part that is shaykh to our letters. Kibalti michtav. The Rebbe says, I received a letter. And the sicha, the editor of the sicha, has been signed to our letter from, uh, from uh, which one would it be? Shin Zayin? I wonder which one he's been signed to. We'd have to take a look. Anyway, one of those two letters. I received a letter. As the Rebbe Zolgazun Zayin. Says that I received a letter from the Chassidim where they called the where they called the Fidik Rebbe the Rebbe Zalgazon Presumably Avram Pari is given that uh given that Zaman Duchman had said he's afraid to write it, not that he wrote it. I really appreciated, I benefited, I enjoyed this description. Because it is true. Because the Fidik Rebbe's health was not tied to Gashmias. The health of the Fidik Rebbe is defined as his Ruchnias, not as his Gashmias. We've heard this already from the past two letters, but he's quoting again, the life of a tzaddik is not a physical life, it's a spiritual life. When it comes to our inyonim, when it comes to the life of a tzaddik, who is a shepherd of the Jewish people, so he says, when it comes to any tzaddik, is what keeps them going. When it comes to a Yisrael, there's an additional dimension that keeps them going, which is not just in Muna Yir and Ava, but also good news regarding their pu'ulas when it comes to strengthening Yiddishkeit, Avas Hashem, Avas Terra, Avas Yisrael. That is that a normal tzaddik benefits from any sort of spirituality. A Rebbe specifically benefits from seeing us take care of the take care of other Yidden, take care of the world, spread terror, spread mythos. When it comes to this kind of health, hefsik is not possible. There can be a hefsik in physical health. But there certainly cannot be a hefsik when it comes to spiritual health. Says actually, when it comes to a spiritual health, somebody is spiritually healthier after their istalkos. So there is not only does the brios not have a hefsik, the fear is healthier now than he was before the istalkos when it comes to spirituality. Because the guf gashmi, the physical body, is not in the way anymore. Therefore, it makes sense to say that but some people are embarrassed to say it. So why doesn't everybody why doesn't everybody go around saying that Because they're embarrassed. That chassid removed his embarrassment because it could be MS and he wrote the truth. So the only thing stopping us is not propriety, it's simple embarrassment. Um, if that's true, if it's true that the Rebbe is no longer limited and he's found in all places, now the Rebbe starts taking this to a very logical and very serious conclusion. The Rebbe is willing to accept that the Friedrich Rebbe is absolutely everywhere and therefore in the room with him. So the Rebbe says, How do we have the chutzpah to be sitting here having a fabreng with the Friedrich Rebbe here? We, I wouldn't fabreng in front of the Friedrich Rebbe, and the Rebbe also would not fabreng in front of the Friedrich Rebbe. And besides the fact that the Rebbe is not makbid, so he says, first of all, the Rebbe doesn't care. He's okay with us fabreng. He doesn't, he's not upset that we're having a fabreng in. He's also not upset that Yossel, uh, which Yossel is that? That's Yossel, Yossel uh, Robinson, 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 maybe. Yossel Robinson was handing out Mashke. He says, the Friedrich Rebbe doesn't mind that we're handing out Mashke. It's the will of the Rebbe. He wants us to Fabreng, so we don't have to worry about that. 
says one time the Friedrich never wanted to hear of Abrengen going on downstairs but he knew that if he came downstairs that would ruin the Fabrengen. I mean that's not exactly the translation of that line but we know what it means a Rebbe shows up to a Fabrengen they stop Fabrengen frankly right so it would ruin the Seder so he listened I think using a Akesha. What what is that is that like a uh a a um uh, an intercom maybe i think it's an intercom picturely as far as in any case he was able to listen to the fabrengen secretly okay so that's on one hand on one hand if you're worried about fabrengen in front of the Rebbe that is very present don't worry the rabbi like fabrengens the problem is the second way ah also the dab in front of what about the fact that i can't speak in front of him now a student's not allowed to speak in front of his rabbi chassid certainly doesn't speak in front of his rabbi or teach in front of his rabbi so how are we allowed to speak in front of him if he's literally here there we go. The general Indian of putting a king over you that the king should be feared, that only applies to Gashmias. That is a Gashmias rule. When you can see a king with his Levosh Gashmi, in his body and in his clothes, also with his stuff, you're not allowed to use his scepter. The Rebbe says that the Rebbe is literally here, but he's not literally here in a physical body. What is the Nafkamina? When it comes to the Yira necessary to be in front of a king. All of the rules of Yira won't necessarily apply. All of the dinim of Yira and COVID and not speaking in front of someone doesn't apply if they're not in the Gulf Gashmi. Uh, so despite the fact that the Rebbe is more present than he ever was before, the fact that he's not in the Gulf Gashmi allows us to speak Terah, despite the fact that he is totally in the room every time we are teaching. Which is just a really interesting bottom paragraph. What we get from here, though, I think most crucially, is that the Rebbe is quite happy with the idea of the Rebbe's Algazunzain after Istalkos and says that those who don't say it regularly are those who are embarrassed, and that's it. It's just a simple matter of embarrassment. Now, you will notice that despite the fact that the Rebbe has given his approval to this, phrase. He, he says here in this letter to Zaman Duchman that he thinks it makes perfect sense. And in this letter to, uh, to uh, Avram Paris, he says that, uh, that he was glad to hear that this chassid said it. Here he says he enjoyed hearing the phrase and that he can clearly justify it. The Rebbe does not use the phrase. We don't see the Rebbe and Fabrengen's calling the Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe's Algesundsein, except for right here. Uh, down here, I did find one Fabrengen where the Rebbe, the Fedrish uses the phrase, not just talking about the phrase, saying that he approves of it, but also using it. So the Rebbe here at the end of this, Fabrengen, this was a Fabrengen that was also in the year Tav Shin Yud. This was an Yud Beis Tamas at the end of the Fabrengen. So this was about a month later. The Rebbe says, And then, as the Rebbe, as the Rebbe Zain, certainly the Rebbe is Gesund. So the Rebbe here actually uses the term, not just telling us he's okay with it, but also literally using it. Uh, quite a few mashpiyim that I'm familiar with do regularly use the phrase the Rebbe Zolgazanzan regarding our Rebbe. Uh, it certainly has the haskama, the ishur of our Rebbe on it. It doesn't seem to me, not only does it seem to me that it's not a problem at all, it seems the Rebbe is actively encouraging it and explaining why it makes perfect sense. And uh, I think a component of Chizik Yiskashos, obviously the ultimate component of Chizik Yiskashos, learning the Rebbe's Torah and doing his stuff. Doing what the Rebbe says and learning his Torah is exactly how Ayyemim says to be Makosher. You want to be closer to the Rebbe, you do what he says, you learn his Torah, you learn the same things that he learned, that's how it's done. But I have had a thought for a while that Chizik Yiskashos also has to do with keeping the Rebbe in the present tense. Uh, I made a Achlata that turned out to be very awkward uh, a year or two ago, I think two years ago now, that I would, whenever possible, speak about the Rebbe in the present tense, not in the past tense. 
And uh, you would be surprised how many usage problems you get if you're careful about grammar when you try to do that. <laughs> so it doesn't always work in a sentence. Uh, and maybe that's a little too extreme because you don't have to be grammatically incorrect to make a point. But my point is that, uh, that a significant part of his gashus is recognizing that the Rebbe is present right now and not just recognizing it as a theoretical thing in our heads, but also acting that way. And part of acting that way, the Rebbe seems to be saying here that a, a good deal of acting that way is talking that way and speaking about the Rebbe who is indeed gesund. The floor is open. Please comment. Just on a random, random point, not related to the topic. The Rebbe said that what's his name is giving out lachaim. If you look at the beginning of that sikha, I think there's a note that says that he was giving a kiddush for something. Oh, was he? Yeah. Right well, in the beginning of the sikha, it was a ufra for a daughter or something. I think it's Rabbit. Yes, if Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, uh, I, you know, I think that to see the, the, the Rebbe saying, the Rebbe's all gesund sign in Tavshin Yud is Lavdafka Raya for Tavshin Pei Gimel. That's a thought that I have about it. Again, this is before the Rebbe was Mechabal the Nasius. So I don't know if that's a Hira for us that we should say the Rebbe's all gesund sign. Um, you mean for the Fidikrem or for the Rebbe? Yeah, the Rebbe said it for the Fidikrem. And he said it for the Fidikrem before he became, before he, he was Makabal Dinesias. The letters are from Tafshin Yud. I didn't see, I don't remember what date the Paris letter is, but the Fabregans are from Tafshin Yud. They're from before the Rebbe was Makabal Dinesias and in, 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 in whatever. So you could use that as a riot to say, that's the case. And once the Rebbe took Dinesias, he stopped referring or never referred to the Rebbe as the Rebbe's all design sign. So therefore, we can because the Rebbe is still the Nasi and whatever. Okay, you could say that if, if that's a, a stretch that you want to make. But we don't see that ever after Tavshin Yud, to my knowledge. So I don't know. We're taking a raya from Tavshin Yud, you know, whatever. I'm going to, be, I'm, going to I'm going to sound very grub here, you know, with fresh emotions. Friedrich just passing away. Fabrengen. It's a whole. It's a whole different thing than a Hirol Rabbim for the future. Referring to them in the pre present tense because you keep the Rebbe alive and because because it, it, it because the Rebbe's the Rebbe's teachings are present and current and not something from from that once upon a time happened you know it's Amarava not you know not uh, something that happened in the past fine I get that say the Rebbe's longest one time my commentary. My impression of Tavshin Yud has always been a little bit of the opposite of that, which is so interesting. This is definitely something we can talk about. Is that uh, is that the Rebbe, at least in his own head, in Tavshin Yud, is not a Rebbe Zachasid, right? That's the way the Rebbe is seeing himself. So I, I tend to think the things that we see in Tavshin Yud are are more clear signs of how a Chassid should act. Whereas we can't always copy the Rebbe after Tavshin Yud. Some things are just for Rebbe, but in Tavshin Yud, the Rebbe is showing us how a how a Chassid looks at a Rebbe. Um, so I, I, I personally have always thought we can copy what happens in Tavshin Yud more than after Tavshin Yud. But 